Hey everyone, what's up? It is Jeff from Modern Combat and Survival, and welcome to podcast episode number 321. So, are you tired of all the pandemic BS that's still out there? Are you wondering where it's all going and what life's going to look like in the future? Well, in this episode, I'm breaking out my prepper crystal ball to give you my predictions for the future and how you can employ your own fast, simple, and permanent pandemic prepping plan right now. So you'll never have to think about it again. You can go on with your life almost as normal. It's all coming right up, but don't worry about taking notes because we've done all the heavy lifting for you with this week's free show notes and our handy dandy one-page cheat sheet covering all the main points. All you have to do is head on over to www.mcsmagazine.com slash 321 and grab it absolutely free. And now, let's talk cooties. Tactical firearms training, urban survival, close quarters combat. This, this is another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is Modern Combat and Survival. All right, welcome back, everybody. This is Jeff Anderson, Executive Director of Modern Combat and Survival. And just to give you a quick update, yes, it is still Modern Combat and Survival for maybe one more week. I think we are going to finally launch either later this week or the very beginning of next week. We can finally do away with the MCS brand and get on to the future of where we've been going, which is Warrior Life. And we've been talking about that the last several weeks now. Keep hoping to pull that trigger on it and adjust a few more bugs here and there. And we just still got to work those things out before we get going. So it is all coming up. I promise you. I'm hoping that this is the last week that we are actually Modern Combat and Survival. Hoping to have a big launch announcement for you next week. But for now, still going by MCS. So let's go ahead and jump into this week. Um, listen, if you're like me, you are sick and tired of dealing with the pandemic. And it and it just doesn't seem to end. In fact, despite all the claims by our government about this thing disappearing, which we've heard for month after month after month after month, we're still seeing increases almost all across the entire country. Well, I hate to tell you folks, and I've been saying this for years now, yes, years, that the threat of a worldwide pandemic has been a threat, is a threat, and will always be a threat. We've been talking about this, I mean, on our channel, in our, in our way, long before the pandemic ever hit. The Centers for Disease Control and the World Health Organization has been saying for years, we are long overdue for a pandemic. They have pandemics in China all the time. What makes anybody think it was just going to stay contained? It was inevitable. It was going to happen. And guess what? It's going to happen again in the future. It's how our entire world an ecosystem operates. We are surrounded by bacteria, germs, parasites, viruses, cooties, all kinds of nasties out there. And basically our bodies are giant, big, yummy germ smorgasbords. Not only that, but thanks to that, that super fun pastime of sexual activity, we've created a system of popping out even more little germ bags for future generations of germs and viruses that are going to continue to evolve and become even nastier in the future. So in other words, get over thinking that this thing is going to be gone for good and life is just going to go back to normal. Even after this pandemic does get us to a more manageable level or perhaps even back to normal times again, the next big one could be right around the corner. And finally, it seems like people don't listen until it actually comes up and slaps us in the face. Finally, people are understanding that this is what preparedness is all about. It's about being prepared. Hell, I was a Cub Scout and a Weebelow and a Boy Scout. 
That be prepared was our motto in Boy Scouts. That is what the motto of somebody who is self-reliant and a survivalist or a prepper, whatever you want to call yourself, it's just about being prepared for when something happens because we know bad things happen. All right? So get over thinking that it's going to be normal again. But no worries. I got your six. All right? We've got this week's episode. And I'm going to give you a permanent plan so you can really look at the lessons that we've learned here and what you can do going forward to put this thing out of your mind and stop dealing with the stress and strain about it. All right? It is about being prepared. Now, a quick warning as we get started. This is not political, folks. It's not political. As you know, we run an apolitical channel here. All right? I don't care if you are Democrat, Libertarian, Green Party, Republican. I don't, I don't care who you are. This is not political. And guess what? It's a freaking election season. So, of course, you're going to hear one side say that this pandemic is about to explode the sun and all life is going to come to a standstill. And the other side is saying that this is the case of the sniffles and it's just going to go away on its own. Well, those are exaggerations on both sides because these guys want to get elected. They're going to say whatever they can say and whatever they can get away with to try and get you to cast a vote. I mean, by now, if everybody hasn't made up their mind, well, what the hell is like, is anybody even paying attention? Like you already know who you're voting for. So stop listening to all the bullshit that's out there about one side or the other and just look at what you can actually learn about this. I'm going to assume that you have more than three brain cells and you can think for yourself. And that's what this is about. Forget what the media is saying, the news is saying, things like, and, and the, and the, the, um, uh, the candidates are saying, all right. Part of being a protector, part of you being a protector, part of you being self-reliant and self-protected is understanding your responsibility to yourself and your loved ones first. And that is what this episode is all about, to give you a simple plan that you can put in place regardless of what you believe based upon real lessons learned and learning from our past. That is what preparedness is all about. In fact, that's where I want to start because in learning lessons from the past, I've, I've heard a great analogy on the radio this weekend in comparing the future of pandemic response to our history with something that we're all kind of you know, very familiar with, and that's house fires. And I thought long and hard about the similarities there and where things are heading and how it can affect you and what you can do based upon what we've learned about something that we all take for kind of for granted now and we've all learned how to deal with something, all right? Because back in like the, the little house in the prairie days, right? When a house catches on fire, you're basically screwed. If you, if you got advance notice, if you got advance notice that the house was on fire and you could respond, it was basically you and your family trying to fill buckets out of the well to put out the fire yourself, which is a losing proposition for the most part, right? Well, necessity is the mother of invention. And ultimately, as a communities, we realized that fires were not going away. Fire, here to stay. So we developed systems to deal with them. After entire cities burned down, the Chicago fire, how many other, how many, you know, there's, in fact, I, where I live in Florida right now, I've come to learn more about the history about the area that I live in and the town that I'm, I'm moving into right now was burned down, the entire town burned down by a fire. And so what happened was they built it back and that's what happened. So, you know, we, we had fires, <laughs> we, we learned how to put systems in place. Our entire, after these, we, we learned how to build homes that were more fire resistant. We created fire departments. 
We eventually installed fire alarms that monitored heat. And then we ultimately developed smoke alarms. We could catch them even earlier. And we had integrated sprinkler systems that automatically put fires out. In fact, we ended up with required fire insurance for our homes to help pay for damage if our home did catch fire. Essentially, we made advancements in prevention, response, and even post-response factors. And now, how often do we, when we're at home, do we, do we even think about the home catching on fire? We've become habitually preventative of fires. We know, you know, don't go to sleep smoking cigarettes in your chair, right? Like we, we've learned how to be more conscious about these things. We have systems in place that give us peace of mind that if a fire does happen, we know we have a plan for getting out. We have all these things happen, right? Or when you're out at a restaurant, do you have to think about it? You know, other than knowing where the exits are and that there is a fire plan, I mean, even restaurants have to have fire plans, right? So all of these things are in place now where we don't have to stress out about them all the time, okay? And that's where I'm suggesting that our own future lies in establishing your own, you know, kind of forget about it pandemic plan that will help you get this whole thing behind you as much as possible and get on with your life. All right. So I have several tips here that you can put to use right away to help you get there. I'm going to break it up in those three, those same three stages there. So let's talk about prevention first. So for homes, for when in relating them to fire, we learned how to build better homes. They were made out of brick instead of all out of wood. You know, we had, we had better systems in place or we had better materials there that were more, um, that were, that were more preventative of keeping fires away. If a fire did start, it didn't spread rapidly, okay? Well, for you, it's really kind of the same thing when it comes to prevention. It's You need a better built you. Now, we've seen that those who are more prone to getting sick are those with weakened immune systems and health conditions. So diabetes, weight problems, high blood pressure, even just poor nutrition. Those are the things our body has a built-in force field against these diseases because we are assaulted by them every single day. Don't even get me started at the, all the little nasties that are on the money that you get, on the dollar bills, on, on your phone. Like we are surrounded by bacteria and germs all the time. And our bodies know that. That's why we have an immune system that fights all those things and keeps them away. We have a built-in response system. But if you don't give it the materials that it needs, it's not going to do the job it was meant to do. When you have a weakened immune system because your body's recovery system is trying to fight off, you know, body fat or, you know, um, or, or diseases that you have or, or anything like that, then it doesn't have as much resources to be able to go and prevent these things from infecting you. You're more prone to being infected by the virus. So whether you do have a health condition or not really is irrelevant because there's always more that you can do to build up your immunity through proper nutrition and even some supplementation out there. We talked about this in the pandemic um, response webinar that I did several months ago about things that you can do supplement wise like zinc, lozenges, um, vitamins and minerals that you can take to give your body basically the raw materials it needs to do its job. Okay. This is one of the reasons why with our upcoming switch over to our upcoming channel, our, our lifestyle brand, Warrior Life, we've decided to add more lifestyle lessons into the mix to show you how easy it can to be more fit, to have a higher, a better immune system, to be better prepared fitness wise, because it is part of being self-reliant and self-protected. So we're going to have more of those, those lessons out there, but I promise you they're going to be fun. No more preaching. 
No more preaching. I'm not going to preach. <laughs> I'm just going to show you that it really can be simple, easy, and even fun to be better prepared fitness-wise, health-style-wise, and you really can, and, and, it, and how necessary it is, all right? So that's on the prevention side. You need a better built you. And what better time to really dig into this, okay? We're going to have more tools for, the, for you coming up in Warrior Life when we launch it here. So now let's get to response. So when the cooties are flying around, either now, like these are things you can do right now, or should things go back to normal? And in the future, we have another lockdown or another pandemic that, that hits our, our country. All right. So in fire, in fire prevention, or I'm sorry, in fire response, we, we designed fire departments. We have fire extinguishers. All right. Hell, we even have baking soda next to the stove. So if there's a flash fire on the stove, we know there's baking soda right there and it's going to put out that fire. So for you, we already know through our experience now of what works. There's no more theory here. Hand sanitizer works. Have some with you all the time. Social distancing works. Eat at outdoor establishments for restaurants or better yet, like cook more at home. I, that's one thing that I've really learned in this whole pandemic lockdown is that I'm actually a pretty badass cook. I always thought I sucked. Actually, I do suck at everything. Like if I'm trying to make a meal where I got to have like three things come at the, up at the same time, you know, your meat's cooking, your, uh, your, your mashed potatoes or something to cooking and you have a vegetable going, I still have not mastered like how to get all of that stuff to come up. So it's ready to serve. And now the meat's not cold because I had to wait for the vegetables. I still haven't worked that out, but I am freaking handy as hell with a slow cooker and an instant pot. Let me tell you, People, if you don't have an Instant Pot, I'm telling you, this thing has changed my life. It is freaking amazing. So I've learned how much fun it can be to actually cook at home. You can cook healthier. You can cook a lot less expensive, a lot cheaper. Um, and it's for, I, for me, I just found it was fun. So now my girlfriend and I, we, we cook all the time. We have fun. We do it together. It becomes kind of a family thing. And we just we have a blast doing it. So these are some things that you can absolutely do, all right? But I really want to drive home something that's really been pissing me off. It continues to be kind of a, a thorn in my side, and that is masks. People, masks work, so wear them. I'm tired of hearing the stuff, well, if it doesn't catch, you know, 100%, this thing's only 90, you know, 99.5%. Well, bullshit. Come on, guys. Masks work. So wear them. And I'm talking about real masks. I've told everybody the, the mask that, I mean, I've worn like pretty much every mask out there. I've come down to the one that I like the most. It's the one that we promote out there. I like it because it's easier for me to breathe in it. It has valves in it, but I also like the filtering system that it has as well. So this is the one that I use there. Um, it's, you will probably have it down in the show notes or something, but um, it is from a friend of mine that does have a company that does put these out and they become so popular because they're, I mean, and one of the things I don't like about a lot of the masks that I've had to wear is that it's hard for me to talk. Like it's hard for me to talk um, or breathe in them. And so I finally, you know, I had to really work with a lot and no, a bandana is not a mask folks. I mean, I see people out there at, at the store now, they've got a bandana or a shirt wrapped around their head. I don't even know why you even have it on. It's not doing anything or, or putting it underneath your nose. I mean, it, it, what am I got to do here? I mean, come on. It's common sense. It is common sense. All right. So mask work have the right one and wear it the right way. It's got to close around your nose. You want something that is going to actually 
come um, filter stuff out as best as possible all right now other measures um, when it comes to response that I don't see people talking about but I do see more people um, setting up is a, a pandemic is is a pandemic response response plan for your home all right now this is something that I, I know we've talked about it over and over and over again but people still don't they, they, it's like you still wait for somebody to get sick and then you're gonna you're gonna try and figure out what to do or the doc you know you're just gonna send them off to the hospital so that the doctors can take care of them or the doctors will tell you what to do that's not being prepared that is not being prepared you have to know when to go to the doctor and most of the time they're going to send you back home anyway all right so you've got to know what you're going to do as a pandemic response plan for your home with the right resources meaning the right layout of your home like how to section off part of your home so that you can actually use it for pandemic response what medical equipment should you have on hand nutritional resources to get you through it Okay, those are all things that you really need to take care of. Now, details are a little bit way too much for me to go in here. That's why I did a whole webinar on it before. But there is a ton of information out there and on our website. So I, I suggest go ahead and looking up all the tips that you can find out there. Now, another area that more and more people are thinking about is how to make money if there is a lockdown. Now, it is sad to go buy all of these different strip centers out there that I've seen. And all of a sudden, there's not a lot of... Um, you know, there's not a lot of stores that are open in some of these places. And it's kind of sad to see people have really been out of work for so, so long and are really struggling there. But as a raging fan of capitalism myself and a free market economy, I've been happy to see that so many people are coming up with a side hustle to their main jobs. Um, you know, they're they're opening up businesses of their own. They're starting going out to um, more and more people have started to use farmers markets and so people have started to take cr take uh, do crafts and sell them at farmers markets they've started to do different things on the side based upon the internet now is now now more than ever is the time if you want to start a side hustle like this is the time to do it start taking stock in how you might be able to earn some extra income if there is another lockdown all right. There's a lot of information out there about what you can do. Look and see what other people are doing. Start looking at the skills that you have that you can start to um, put to use as a service if you are not able to go to a job. Okay. It's a really good time for you to be able to do that. Okay. And finally, let's go into post response. This one's going to be a little bit of an, uh, an offshoot that most people in the survival industry don't really talk about. But for homes, for post response, if there is an actual fire in your home, we do have fire insurance. So the insurance company can come in and help can pay can pay for damages to, to fix those damages in your home. Well, what about for you? Um, I can tell you that so many people, for 2008 especially when we saw the economy, um, the, the massive recession hit um, in, in 2007, 2008, we, when we saw that, it was like so many people lost their homes because they didn't have health insurance. Right, now, health insurance is a big topic right now. No matter what you might think about the right solution for it might be, the thing is, is that it's one of those things where if you don't need it, then you know you don't want to pay for it. But when you do need it, that's when it comes to your rescue, right? So, do you have health insurance? Does it cover the things that you would need if you are able to get? If you if you do get sick, are you able to um, be able to get the health care that you need for that? All right. What if you do have to go into the hospital and you are on a ventilator? Is the healthcare system going, or do you have a healthcare um, health insurance that will provide for that? Okay, but something that a lot of people don't think about is life insurance. Now, this is something I talk about when I'm on the road and I'm doing a, a talk at like Prepper 
um, like Prepper Summit or Self-Reliance Expo, if I'm doing a talk somewhere, um, one of the things I do bring up that we that uh, most people don't think about is life insurance because let's face it, the war you always have to plan for the worst happening and hope for the best. But the worst happening could be that you could die. Now, it doesn't matter whether it's from the virus or anything else. I can tell you that I became a, a fan of life insurance. It's kind of a personal story for me. But when I got out of the army, I couldn't find a job blowing shit up. I just there was no, you know, there was no mafia jobs open, I guess, or whatever. But that was what I was good at. I was good at shooting guns and blowing shit up. And there at the time, there wasn't I wasn't going to be going overseas as a military contractor. I was I was back in the States. And I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. And the only thing I could really find was a sales job. I didn't have a college education. So I started selling life insurance and health insurance. And I can tell you um, from a personal note, I mean, I, I, I always saw it as kind of like selling used, like a used car or something. I, I just felt a little bit slimy because nobody wants life insurance, right? People used to call it death insurance when I would go out and see them. They would laugh about it and like, I don't need that death insurance. You can't do anything with it until you die. Well, that's true, but your family that's left behind does have to do something. So they might not have the kind of, uh, you know, the kind of finances to be able to withstand the loss of your income. What is going to happen? I can tell you that I became a believer sitting down at the kitchen table with folks and, and going through like basically a mock death. Okay, your income's no longer there. We looked at how much health, how much life insurance they actually had right now, how much their family would need. Would they want to put their kids through college? Would they want the house paid for? We went through a whole bunch of stuff, and then we would we would come down to okay, here's if you want to do all those things, here's the number that you need, and let's now let's look at how much health insurance you I'm sorry life insurance you actually have, and it's usually a big disparity for the things that you want to see happen in your legacy. It's it is usually a big disparity. So then it's just a matter of getting life insurance that covers it. It doesn't have to be expensive. You can get just, a, I just have a, a term a term life insurance policy, but it gives people this, the peace of mind that if something does happen to me, if I did catch the virus and I did die, or if I get hit by a car tomorrow, it doesn't matter. I mean, it, doesn't, it matters. I mean, don't get me wrong. It matters. It matters. But I'm saying that at least I know my family is taken care of should that happen. All right. Now, I had a very good friend of mine that begged me to come out and sell him insurance. And I didn't want to because I still hadn't learned about the importance of it. And he begged me to come out there and sell him life insurance, which I did. And it turned out that he ended up having a brain tumor. Long story short, about three years later, I believe, three to three or four years later, he ended up passing away. And my friend's family um, that was their income. They had no other means to be able to go on with their lives. That life insurance, and I still remember having that check out to them, that saved their lives. It saved their family. It saved their family. The wife didn't have to go back to work. She was able to stay home with the kids and get them through school. It helped, it helped get everybody off on a, um, on a, new, a new path in life. And I can tell you that my friend had peace of mind when he left that they were taken care of and his family had peace of mind that they were taken care of. So I can't stress enough. I know some people don't believe in it. I became a believer in it and, um, and I have my family covered. It's just something you should really think about and, um, and, and really start to put, you know, really think about it. if you weren't here, what would your family do? All right. All right. So 
those are the tips that I got for you. And listen, folks, think about it. You put these things in place, you're really not going to have to worry about this stuff. Okay, you're not going to have to worry about this stuff anymore. You really can just kind of put it behind you. Realize that you are prepared no matter what happens. You're prepared on the pre prepared on the preventative side. And if something happens, you know how to respond to it. And if the worst case scenario happens, then you have a means to be able to take care of your family or take care of, of you if you should have to go into the hospital or whatever, right? Cover those bases. You're all set. All right. All right. Hope you got a lot of this. We are hopefully going to be launching Warrior Life next week. I'll have another update for you. Hopefully I'll be addressing you as uh, warriors starting next week. Fingers across, folks. Until then, this is Jeff Anderson saying prepare, train, and survive. modern combat and survival. survival we hope you've enjoyed the show you can help us out by rating our podcast on itunes and leaving a comment you can check us out on facebook at facebook.com backslash modern combat and survival and don't forget to claim your free subscription to modern combat and survival magazine at www.moderncombatandsurvival.com lock and load and we'll see you next time this has been Modern Combat and Survival.